Welcome to the podcast where Mercury is always in retrograde. <laughs> My name is Erin. And I'm Liz. <laughs> and Mercury is actually in retrograde. Do Mercury you feel is it? actually in retrograde, y'all. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> I'm certainly feeling very feral tonight. Um... The, so the the date we're recording it, February 10th, uh, the full moon was last night. Was it really? Yeah, I had to rinse all my crystals and leave them out underneath the full moon so that they get their energies recharged. That's wild. I forgot that you have to like actually keep track of that and do that. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck It's me. only because I, I live with my mother. It's only because I live with my mother. <laughs> No, that's not why I said fuck me. I said fuck me because, like, the audio definitely cut out, but that's okay. We're going to press on. (laughs) Ooh, technical difficulties. It's it's definitely because there's, like, just a lot of feral energy, and Mercury is about to be in retrograde, and we're recording this podcast about Mercury being in retrograde, but it's not really about Mercury being in retrograde. It's just us being fucking stupid. No, it's us about being feral. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love being feral. <clears throat> so, uh, anyway, Aaron, how was your week? It was, <laughs> it was good. I. What'd you get? What? What'd you get? What did I get? What? What did you get? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that video where it's like? You take your glasses off, and then I know that we both have perfect vision, but you take your glasses off, and suddenly, like, you can't hear shit. <laughs> I feel that, except I have perfect vision, and I didn't take my glasses off. And I'm not registering I... what fucking question you're asking me over and over again. Um, I also, I just want to cut in and say I also have perfect vision, 2020, baby. <laughs> To all our blind listeners, um, sorry, but... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I know, I'm sorry. Um, but you got two new tattoos. Oh, yeah! Oh, fuck! I forgot about those shits. Yeah, they're wonderful. They're by this artist who is in Brooklyn um, named Grilesian. Um... And it's a little persimmon and a little cherry blossom. And they're really great. They're such a wonderful artist. Uh, Queer, person of color, so we have to stand. What was was her name? I think think you cut out. Grelysian? G-R-E-L-Y-S-I-A-N? If that's wrong, I'll... Whatever. But... They're, they're such this a good artist, response. and they're lovely, and I cannot recommend their work enough. Yeah, they look really great. One's a little cherry blossom, and the other one's a persimmon. Very fun. So sweet. Yeah. Um, um, and I, I, my heart is lonely this week, because we are not recording with a guest, and that was actually a lot of fun. We should definitely... Bring more people onto this thing, because holy shit. Yeah, I agree completely. Having Heather last week was so fun. She was very knowledgeable about 
you know, all things musical. And, like, I'm kind of wishing that we had done the musical episode this week. Um, one, because I miss Heather. Always <laughs> love to talk to her. But, two, I went to go see um, a high school musical on Saturday. Oh, my God. Really? How was it? It was beyond amazing. So, my girlfriend's brother's girlfriend was the lead in her high school production of Little Shop of Horrors. Oh! Which I had never seen before. And Not I even, like, the movie like, version? No. So oh. I went in, like, knowing very little about it. I was like, oh, I know that there's, like, a plant that eats people, but, like, I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> and it was so funny. And, like... Hell yeah. I think... I think I'm very used to, like, high school musicals being, like, very low production value. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really cut... My my high school never really, like, cut anyone. Um, oh, okay. So if you auditioned, you were part of, the, you know, the ensemble. And, like, the pit orchestra did cuts. But, like, typically it was, like, a huge pit orchestra. Mm-hmm. Um, and so generally it was always kind of like okay there's like 5,000 people on stage they cannot really do like any big dance numbers Mm -hmm. the pit orchestra is always kind of like it's it was I was in pit orchestra so like I'm allowed to say this but like it was always kind of like oh this is okay you know whatever (laughs) um but yeah this shit was insane it was like every lead was like so so talented Mm-hmm. Um, the cast was like actually quite small, which was really good because they were all so good. The pit orchestra was insane. Wow. Um, the the set was like built by like a professional carpenter, like so good. Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah. So I watched it on Saturday night and became completely obsessed, and <laughs> I can't stop listening to Little Shop Horrors. Oh my god, I'm so happy because I remember roasting you about the fact that you didn't know Shop of Heart, Little Shop of Horrors, <laughs> and that you were just like, I don't know, I'm not going to listen to any of it, I'll just go blind. And I was like, but, you're going to fall in love with it, I know it, in my it's heart. It's so funny, it's so funny. Oh yeah, it's hilarious, it's like cute, it's very, very well put together, like you said, and you know, it deserve. It, it is a show that is deserving of like the amount of effort that you had just mentioned, like, going into it. Oh, totally. So, yeah, so that, saw that on Saturday, am obsessed, and I wish we were doing the musical episode today so I could talk about how absolutely feral I am about it. I'm sorry. Um, Unfortunately, we are not talking about musicals again. We would never leave Heather out like that. And I know she also went to see Hadestown again because she had won the lottery again. Yeah, she won the lottery. Looks like she had seats in orchestra. But, really? Yeah, she looked really close. Holy shit, that's wild. Yeah, so um, really missed the timing out in that one. Guys, <laughs> sorry about depriving all of our listeners of that wonderful, <laughs> wonderful content, but I'm sure we'll get a chance to speak on this <laughs> further soon. I think um, we were like put the I think we like put the good musical energy out into the universe doing the, universe. the musical episode and yeah. then everyone kind of got blessed except for you. What did you get blessed with? musical wise (laughs) i i have been cursed if anything with seeing more and more phantom uh advertisements than normally um than i normally do and like it i you know i was researching for phantom 
prior to the musicals episode and then we recorded it and then after that after all of that research and after i was like okay we're, we're done with this shit all i see now are phantom of the opera advertisements playing on billboards on my instagram feed like i can't get away from it and i'm just like okay fine I get, I give up. I'm about to buy tickets right now and just go buy myself on <laughs> Valentine's Day. Fuck it. I'm the only one who's single, and I'm gonna treat myself. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's uh, Google listening, listening to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I need Google to stop shoving it in my face because I really don't need reminders uh, about how insane I am and how I'm about to make some real bad decisions just because I'm seeing advertisements for Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I see a mask and a rose and I lose it. You go absolutely ape shit. Yeah. That's Fucking so funny. Throw it back to Masquerade. Um, yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, it's this Friday. Is it Friday? Yep. I... <laughs> am very much single, but I decided that it, this is actually a blessing, and I'll tell you why. It is a blessing because why? I get to go unabashedly see the Sonic the Hedgehog movie <laughs> without having to worry about whether it's romantic enough for a partner or, you know, holding myself to any kind of standard of, you know, fulfilling a romantic role in anyone's life like i get to do this for me i get to watch my little blue boy bounce around on a screen with god knows what that actor's name is at least he's not that ugly version of that animated sonic the hedgehog they're cowards for you pulling know, that shit back i want to see him i wanted to see him too honestly i think it would be like kind of like cat's tier level of like bad but good oh yeah absolutely i like have full confidence that like it would have done well just for the fact that it was so terribly cursed um, right i think the cultural impact is what we're really losing here but you know i'm obviously <laughs> not a big exec so i don't get to make these decisions um but i'm just saying like y'all are a bunch of cowards for pulling the plug on that sonic that sonic is an original sonic in my heart now yeah truly um okay so should we jump into what we're going to talk about uh this week yeah and i picked and i went last time slash even i think i picked last time too this was actually something that you had brought up and decided that we would talk about so i don't know how to describe it i know we kind of like went like in all kinds of different directions but what what is it that we're going to be talking about today liz so this week um the our topic of discussion is um uh, i can't it's so hard to describe but it's like ancient websites that we were feral over as children mm -hmm. specifically in the realm of like adopting having some form of currency maybe a home mini games Ooh. for sure mm -hmm. um and then I was thinking in terms of like maybe like a physicality aspect, like a stuffed animal or something. Um, but mm -hmm. that's really not like a big component to it. That's just kind of like for the for the one that I was going to talk about. Right. Well, I mean, 
a lot of those um, websites that we're talking about, you know, they, those were early 90s to, like, even earlier uh, 2000s um, websites yeah. that were specifically targeted at children and um, were also very, very early ages of internet culture. Mm-hmm. So the internet existing as kind of like digital space was still something that people felt needed to be bridged into the real, real world. So I think a lot of the virtual games and websites that we had perused as children felt the need for physicality. So I think that in that way, like a lot of the things that we're talking about and we're going to be talking about, they all tried to bring themselves into the physical world in some space, because I think that was also in itself a measure of its own success, like how successful it would be in selling actual toys that related to the platform in itself. And I mean, I have that uh, also with my uh, topic of discussion. Um, But that was, I think that's something that like, we nowadays don't necessarily have that correlation. But because the internet was so new, you know, I wonder if that had also played a part in like, how that economic, I guess, litmus test played out because like, there's only so much value in an internet thing when it's just so new, and no one can really quantify, like what it means to get x number of page views or, or things like that. Right, right. Um, so specifically we're going to be talking, or I'm going to be talking about Webkins, mm-hmm. um, which was a literal humongous staple in my early, or my early teens, mm-hmm. late childhood, um, existence. Um, but kind of in the same realm as that, you know, Webkins existed. I was also super huge into Neopets, mm-hmm. which we had revisited a couple of years ago when we were still in college Yes, because we had absolutely nothing better to do and we didn't <laughs> want to study. So we're going to just reactivate our Neopets account, um, which is another website that I spent a ton of time on. Mm-hmm. I always had like 5,000 Neopets that I had adopted that were all starving. <laughs> um, <laughs> fun stuff like that. Um, Club Penguin. Ooh. Which I had never specifically played on as a child. Really? Um, yeah, I was not huge into it. What did you do at Computer Lab when they would all like round up all the kids and throw you into a an ice box where they had all the computers, <laughs> and you bust out those like ch- chunky keyboards? Yes. Like, what would you do? Coolmathgames.com. Like in, in the fifth grade. Uh, yeah, like, like in, in your childhood, like, because uh, that was all Club, Club Penguin. That was the only site that my school had not successfully blocked as a website that we could go, go on to, <laughs> which is why I ended up playing so much Club Penguin is just because that was the one that they didn't block. That's so funny because um, I think that I only have a very specific memory of like having like computer lab class um, in elementary school. Mm-hmm. So, like, in high school, we didn't have, like, a specific computer lab class. Um, In middle school, we had, like, one very specific computer lab class that was, like, a language arts exploratory class. And that essentially was a class that taught us how to make PowerPoints. Like, that's the only only thing I ever remember doing in that class. So, like, I didn't really play on the computer in middle school but in elementary school i don't even think they had a browser on those computers 
Um, but we literally played kids picks. Um, there was this one game, I wish I remember the name of it, but it was like a bunch of maps and like, you would like have to like search for things on the maps. Um, that one was always my favorite. I literally cannot remember for the life of me what it was called. Um, (laughs) we also played with type to learn. Yes. Type to learn was my shit. I loved those typing games where, like, you're in space and you got to, like, type away all the asteroids and shit like yep. that. Like, I don't type, like, the way that Type to Learn taught me, but... Oh, no, yeah. It, it, it's, like, <laughs> it's not quite typing with my two index fingers, but it's also not a full <laughs> range. Like, the dexterity is somewhere between a four and a six. Yes. It's not quite literally. a one. <laughs> not at a 10 not by any means seriously um so yeah so i didn't really spend a ton of time playing on club penguin i actually when i was in junior senior year of college Mm -hmm. my friend maria would we would be in class in the back of the classroom on our laptops (laughs) we both studied graphic design so like we could always like be on our laptops for whatever reason Mm -hmm. Um, and we would play Club Penguin together. We would make sure we're on the same server. We would go <laughs> hang out on the iceberg. It Like, just so, so stupid. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. You That doesn't even count as a childhood experience. How the fuck are you going to bring that to our podcast? Well, you played it, and, like, literally everyone else in the entire world has played it. Yeah, that's true. And, and you know, it's really sad, in my opinion, that it had died recently. Um, oh my god, yeah, it got shut down. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Like, a lot of these websites are struggling to make money, and especially with the advent of uh, Adobe getting rid of its Flash suite, which is where a lot of these games had, you know, it's the basis of all of their games, yeah. the entire website. A lot of these concepts wouldn't exist without Adobe Flash. Um, right. So the fact that they're phasing it out by the end of 2020, like a lot of these companies are going, well, there's no point in us trying to like reestablish all of this gameplay for a user base that like we can't even advertise to because we've been getting into a lot of lawsuits. Like YouTube is a big platform that's been getting into a lot of trouble with um, advertising to children, and like Disney yep. does not want to play that game where they're trying to figure it out. They want to safely and effectively market to children in the Disney way, TM. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, a lot of these websites are, are just becoming obsolete in that way. And, like, in, in, in a way where, like, kids who grew up with it, like, it was so specific to that generation, and then it didn't spread to the other generations. So, you know, right. as we grow older and less and less of us are playing it, like, it, it's just losing its its value. So I, I understand where that decision came from, and I don't resent that. I just, like, can't believe it's gone. Like, it's just, like, this disbelief. They tipped the <laughs> fucking iceberg, Liz. It's a still image. Did. They tipped a fucking JPEG. I know. I know. I saw that. Insane. Literally insane. Um, Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned the Flash, the whole Flash thing. Mm-hmm. Um. I recently, I went on to Neopets, as I do sometimes frequently, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm going to (laughs) play, I was like, I'm going to play a game, you know, like, I'm just going to chill, just going to hang out, and, like, my 
none of the games would load because I guess I, there's no my flash is fucked up. Yeah. Or something. Well, Google Chrome, if you use that, it doesn't support. Like it phased out Flash recently because of that announcement. Google Chrome does. Yeah, so you have to, there's a workaround um, that I figured out because I also frequent <laughs> Neopets semi often. Yeah, yeah. And I figured out there's a workaround around that um, where you have to like dis like manually re-enable Flash every single time, and it's pretty fucking See? annoying. I was trying to do that. I was trying to re-enable Flash, and it wouldn't let. It still wouldn't let me play the game. And I was like, "All right, well, guess I'll never play Neopets ever again. It's not Blaster ever again, me, or whatever." It, it took me a shameful amount of time to figure it out, and I was like, "I can't believe I have a degree in computer science now, trying to play fucking Flash <laughs> games on Neopets.com in the year That's of our so... Lord 2019." <clears throat> I also went to go log into my Webkins account. <clears throat> Ooh, and how'd that go? I, I well. I remember my username and password literally by heart. That's startling. Because I would play it probably like 70 hours a week. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> this was like my full-time job plus 30 hours overtime. <laughs> for a child, for a dead-ass child. <laughs> I was constantly on Neopets or Webkin, sorry. Um, so I went to go log in on my browser Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't work because of the flash. So I literally had to download a desktop app. Oh my God. And play on there. That's insane. I didn't know Webkins had a desktop app. It's recent. It's recently new. (laughs) I guess. They also have a mobile app. You can get it on your phone. I saw that for Neopets. Neopets also now offers a mobile experience of some kind i wonder do they have the same games on there as they do online i that's a really good question i was not about to download the app because i have um a piece of shit for a phone so and it has no room for any kind of fun that's so funny (laughs) well um yeah so of course i downloaded the desktop app but before I get into Neopets, I also wanted to shout out um, <clears throat> Pop Tropica, which I personally was never on. Okay. But we, we both know and love a diehard Pop Tropica stan. Do we? Um, and her name is Shreen Masmi. What? <laughs> I have never even heard with of Pop, Pop Tropica. Tropica. I'm such a fake friend. I don't know what it is because I've never been on it, but I know that she's actually feral about it okay well we're gonna have to do a part two of this episode <laughs> and include shireen Masmi in on oh, this she, as the pop tropica about... expert i guess it sounds like you're making this up it sounds like this is a yes. big game that you're like this definitely exists wait what you, you are you out, lying to me is this like a game that like doesn't exist and you're just no like, it does it's like it's one of it's like a game that you log into, you have a character, and you play a bunch of little mini games. I'm sure there's a house that you can get. Is it more of like a Toontown kind of experience or like I think it's more did, did you ever play on Postopia? No, now that's another. Oh, oh wait, is that the one with the fucking cereal? Yes. So oh. Postopia was like post cereal brand. Um so like the 
Fred Flintstone cereal. What is that? The cho- Cocoa Pebbles? Pebbles. Yeah, Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah, the tricks, like all those cereals. They had their own website like this. And I literally loved Postopia so much. Really? I was obsessed. Oh this my was God. like, for me, it was like the peak online entertainment. This was before Webkins, so this was like what I would do constantly. Um, and it was like, you had so many clothing options and like so many hair options and like you would have a house and like you could furnish the house. Um, and there was one game that I remember playing vividly where you like would have to climb a rope like in gym class. Oh my God. And I was obsessed with it. So there's like a, it's like a post universe where all the cereal brands and all of its characters or whatever exist in this one world yes yeah essentially yes that is so fascinating what the fuck that is such a convoluted (laughs) marketing scheme too like we're gonna create an entire game so that way we can create brand loyalty amongst children well i don't think i was very loyal to that brand specifically right i mean i'm just saying like you know they're pitching this idea to some corporate executive and they're sitting there going like, yeah, we're going to make our own version of this gaming world, this right. virtual gaming space where children can pretend that they live in the same world as their favorite cereals. <laughs> and that's exactly. going to increase sales, revenue, word, marketing words. I don't know. <laughs> that just seems like yeah. a crazy concept to me and I'm surprised that it like exists but also I'm not surprised because it's the 90s so of course it fucking exists right um so yeah this this website was like really one of my favorite things of the world like I would hang out with my one friend in elementary school and like we would go sit in her dad's office and I would be like, okay, so I'm going to log into my account and play mm-hmm. and I'll talk to you when we have to leave <laughs> <laughs> and like would post up and play this game for hours. Oh my God. Um, and the website no longer exists and I can't find the like mini games anywhere. So that is a tragedy. That blows. That blows. Yeah, it, sucks. it really does suck, but you know, whatever. So then, going back to Webkins, um, yeah, Webkins owned my ass. <laughs> when was the advent of Webkins in what? your life? Like, how old were you when it happened? Or what year? Um, I was... Okay, so my account was opened in August of 2006. Oh, okay. So I had just finished elementary school we had just graduated fifth grade and we were going into the sixth grade oh okay okay so my first year of middle school uh yeah i was gonna and say i was kind of old and i was on what i was envisioning for this well you know i literally played barbies until i was about uh 12 or 13 years old really because I, me and my sister would have the most, like, convoluted and, like, in-depth storylines with mm-hmm. these Barbies. 
we would be like, okay, so this Barbie is an established murderer, <laughs> and this one has no leg because he's a veteran, and oh my god, the lineage it is just continuing. So y'all um, would have your own like reality TV versions of like episodes, but with your Barbies. Exactly. <laughs> um. So I literally had to. Um, get my period to stop playing Barbies, which, what are you going to do? But, I, I mean, at the same time, you have a little sister. I do have a little sister, yes. Who is, like... Four years younger than me. Yeah, yeah. So that, I think, should t- be taken into account. Because I had a younger brother, and so I very quickly, like, got rid of all of my Barbies and picked up, like, video games to try and, like, be friends with my own little brother. Because <laughs> he did not like Barbies. <laughs> And I needed friends. I was very lonely as a child. (laughs) Oh, no, stop. (laughs) I still have them, though, which is wild. Like, my mom would Uh, not let me get rid of them. I think I still have mine, too. I don't know where they are. (laughs) They're around. Who knows? Who knows? Are they even worth anything? Because, like, I know the reason why we kept ours is because my mom kept saying, like, these are going to be worth money. And I was looking at them covered in my own snot. Like, are you sure? Literally... That was, like, um, for me, that was, like, Beanie Babies. Oh, and my God. And also Pokemon cards. <gasps> like, my mom was, like, these are going to be worth top dollar one day. And, like, I remember very vividly having this one Beanie Baby cat. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, white. And the fur was disgusting, literally covered in dirt. And I remember playing with my neighbor that lived across the street. And I had been eating like cheese doodles and so i had cheese doodle fingers we were crawling around in the grass and this girl who we were hanging out with was like oh like let's pretend to be mommy cats and like pick the these kitties up with our mouth and i was like me with a a very thick coating of cheese it dust around my mouth is like yeah and like picks this white ass beanie baby up with my mouth is carrying it around the White cat has literally turned orange. It's literally disgusting. <laughs> and now me, 24 years old, sitting here going, these shits are not worth anything because they're disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I abuse so many of my beating babies. Like, I, it is horrendous how much has gone through. And, like, yeah, same. Like, I would literally just touch them and, like, <laughs> I mean, we were kids. We played with them. Like, they're toys. We yeah. Sorry. <laughs> right? But what I Ooh, noticed, and I don't want to jump into your point too quickly, but, like, toys are a big part of Webkins, right? Like, here's my other thing. I've never played Webkins, so I wasn't Ever? familiar with the... No, I'm not familiar with any of this, so I don't oh know God. the landscape of... Like, I don't know the laws of the land. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me explain. So I I believe that it had been like either for my fifth grade graduation or um might have just been like another day during the summer. But mm-hmm. I remember going to the card store with my mom and she was like, oh, you can pick out a Webkins. Mm-hmm. And at the time, they were all like very distinctly like had this like really stringy quality to their fur. Like they weren't like a traditional stuffed animal. They were just kind of like, well, I guess they were kind of traditional stuffed animal, but they were like a very distinct kind of style, had a distinct kind of fur. And I was like, oh yeah, these are cute. 
So I picked up this like beagle looking dog and I was mm-hmm. like, this is the one that I want. And it comes with a tag with a code. And so you take that stuffed animal and you go to your computer and you make an account and you type in this code and then you essentially adopt the stuffed animal that you just bought onto your account on Webkins. And like from there you can play like mini games, you can build a house, mm-hmm. got all this furniture, you can have all this like different types of food, you can dress the Webkins up. Mm-hmm. Like it became so the stuffed animal became this like online interactive experience. Mm-hmm. Um so what was one Webkin quickly spiraled into <laughs> a total <laughs> of 65 webkins. Liz, Liz, 65? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I was bracing myself, but, like, apparently not hard enough. Oh, my God, ma'am. Do not, do not shame me for the love I have for my webkins, okay? <laughs> they let you have 65 little shits okay, on yeah, one so- account? Yes, yes, they did. And every time you adopted an animal, you would get a new room for that animal. So my house is actually a mansion. <laughs> oh my god! It literally has it literally has eighty rooms. I was walking through it the other day, and I was like, "This is insane." That's wild. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it's predicated on the fact that you have to buy one of these webkins. And enter the access code in order to actually even get onto the website or do anything off the website. Right. Right. So if I had hadn't gotten the that original first one, then I wouldn't have been allowed on the website. Oh, okay, got it. Um, and so also there was at that time it was like you have to buy another one by a certain point or your account will be suspended. Uh, I think it was like you have to buy one and activate it like every year. Like so, if I had one a year without buying one and activating it, then I would get suspended. That's insane. Uh, they have they've changed it, which is why I'm able to now get onto my account. Yeah. Um, without having purchased one, but I remember in like 2013, 2014, when I was like trying to get on as a joke. They were like, you need to buy one to activate it. And I was like, I am not <laughs> buying a fucking exactly. Webkins in 2013. Wait, yeah. that's insane. So, I mean, I guess the, like, the idea is like a contingency plan. Like you keep users active on the base and like it's almost right. like a fucking SaaS model. Goddamn Silicon Valley where you like have to subscribe <laughs> to a certain yearly requirement or whatever. That's... I, oh. I know. It's it was it's kind of crazy. Also, I have a very distinct memory of like when Webkins first kind of popped off. Mm-hmm. Um first of all, all my friends had them. Um everyone I went to school with was like super on Webkins. I was friends with like a lot of my friends in real life on Webkins. We could like mm-hmm. chat with each other over this like IM thing. Um and I remember from a really for it was like, I feel like it was a couple months. We would like go to where you could buy webkins, like a card store or like a, you know, there was like a home goods store, like in the town over that we would go and get them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you just like could not get webkins like they had just sold out for like three months oh my god that's crazy and i remember being like well what the frick and my younger sister who at that time was probably six or seven mm-hmm. was like really upset about it so my mom was like freaking the fuck out and was like where do i get these things <laughs> For my children um but and it's so strange because like when we were growing up like it it was internet like internet existed but like the only source of buying something was ebay exactly and eBay was still not like that reliable of a source for anything so like there was no way to reliably buy these things online um so even if there was a stock of something like you would have to call your local toys r us or like call these businesses and like they put you on hold and you have like I I remember distinctly like these toy cultures would go through um these stores and like harass the employees to see if like they have x thing so that way they could buy it for their kids because like oh yeah it was all contingent on like what they had a stock of versus like now it's entirely online looking at that entire experience is is on the on amazon basically right um, it's kind of fun looking at the, like, toy trends and, like, seeing, like, oh, you know, there was a point where Webkins was fairly new and then you couldn't get them and then they came back and there was just, like, a fuck ton of them and, like, now it's, like, they don't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. And at this point, it's, like, you can adopt one online and just okay. get, like, an online code and, like, you don't even get a stuffed animal. <laughs> Oh, that's wild. Yeah. So, anyway, I was feral on Webkins. I've logged probably hundreds of hours. I had 65 of them. I had, like, 85 rooms. I would, like, play all the mini games. I <clears throat> would had gotten to the point, like, when I was towards the end of me playing Webkins, I was, like, <clears throat> on, like, these Webkins, like, ch- not cheat sites, but, like, guide sites, um, to be like, okay, here's every recipe that you can make. And then like me, like sourcing the materials to like make all those recipes. Oh. And like it, it kind of became, so you know when you like play, I, I especially get this way, but like when you play like Stardew Valley or Minecraft, or, like, any kinds of those games, and you're, like, at the point where you're, like, okay, I can't play a normal day in this game without having, like, several wiki pages open Yes. with all the information because I, like, don't want to mess anything up. I mean, Stardew Valley especially, I think, uh, because, like, at least with Minecraft, like, it's this constant, like, day in and day out, like, it, nothing's going to change. Um, right around you like like you're not the same going arrangement of blocks will yield you the same whatever but in stardew valley like you're so much of your activity is contingent on like other people and where they are right. and like what they're doing and some of that is like randomly generated so like if it's summer on day 30 like day 15 right before yep. the harvest festival whatever like and George is asking me for something like I gotta know where that bitch is because the next day is the festival and I only have two days on this like it literally becomes exactly pressing 
or like I gave, you know, I gave Evelyn two presents this week already and her birthday is on Friday and I can get extra friend points if I give her what she needs. Like what present should I give her that she really loves? Like it like became a game. Webkins like became a game kind of like that where I like would make spreadsheets and have like guides open and. <laughs> oh my God. I. Yeah. Jesus. I think that there's something to be said about games that make you do that. Like, they're a lot of fun, but at the same time, there's a lot they of... Like, yeah. They kind of lose their fun when it becomes that. Yeah. Yeah. It, but, it becomes a lot. Yeah. But anyway, Webkins is a, was a staple. I never... So there's a... I'm sure you've seen the TikToks of this guy, but... He, I don't know his name, but he, like, runs this shop of wonders. Or, no, he runs a curio shop. And you, like, go and you can, like, buy, like, a bunch of, like, random, like, sometimes rare furniture or clothes. And... No, I haven't seen his TikToks. Oh, my God. And he's like, welcome to the curio shop. (laughs) And, okay, so... There's a whole component where you can, like, mine for gems, uh-huh. and you, he's like, this is the gem of the day. If you find the gem of the day, you get extra points, mm-hmm. um, and then you have to, like, find all of the gems to get the crown of wonder. Oh, Jesus. And it, it's all, like, it's all randomly generated. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Like, you just go into the mines, and you just click on a bunch of stones and, like, see what you get. Oh, okay. But, um... Yeah, I never got the crown of wonder, even to this day. Oh, I'm so sorry, Liz. It's okay. It's all right. But I went on and I was like, my gem collection, looking good. (laughs) I think a lot of these games also, like, something that's noteworthy about the ones that are from this era specifically is that they were not afraid to make children feel lost. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, there's, there's no sense of mercy Nope. And I remember I like... distinctly, like, feeling that loss and just, like, never being able to recover. Like, just, I like, some of it really made me feel so upset and feel like I've lost something of physical value. But it's just, like, a bunch of pixels on a screen determined by some HTML coding. Like, that's all it is. Yes. I feel that way. I, I used to feel that way about Neopets. Mm-hmm. Um, because... They used to have those random events. Like, do you remember? Like, you could just click onto any screen and it would be like, random event, you lost 10,000 Neo points. <laughs> yes, so the pant devil would literally, like, yoink all of your rare valuables from your bag, and you'd literally be like, well, I lost 15 <laughs> code stones today. I guess I'm never gonna have my Neopet train. On the island, because yes. the pant double decided. And then one time, I was like, I know exactly where this motherfucker is going to put it. So I saw the pant double take my shit, and then I literally ran over to the money tree, and I grabbed one of them back, and I was like, it's not a total loss. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, so if anything, Neopets was that website for me neopets was that website for me that made me realize that loss was real and um they're not going to treat you any differently because you're a child (laughs) 
They're going to Ruthless. rob you blind, Absolutely. just like everyone else. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, yeah, that's my bit on Webkins. <laughs> that's amazing. I don't think I played Webkins because, specifically, it costs, there was some cost barrier to it. Yeah. Um, and my parents were very much against me playing any kind of game or, distra- like, any kind of distraction against the advent of, like, doing school and, and work and test prep. Um, and we both grew up in the New York school system where they would, like, make you do the statewide tests. Yeah. But I was in the city system where, at one point during my childhood, we had to switch over from the citywide to the statewide. And Mm. that was an adjustment that I don't think I did very well with. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, I just remember that was a thing, and, like, that was stressful for me. Right. Um, and, like, I was just like, why am I stressed about this? I don't understand. I did well on all the tests, so I don't know why that was such a point of stress for me personally. Yeah. But um, I think that was. I don't know. That being my parents young, were like very much like, Erin needs to do well on her tests because there are statewide tests and these are very important. Mm. And they were all easy as shit, and my parents didn't understand that. <laughs> yeah, I think my parents were kind of just like, okay, I don't know. Maybe maybe because I was dumb and my parents, like, saw me be dumb, they were no. just kind of like, okay, well, at least she's doing her homework, and she's kind of understanding it, so she can play on Webkins for 40 hours a day. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. I had very stringent rules, which is why I think I had this balance of, like, Club Penguin in the daytime when I would go to Computer Lab. And for us, we had Computer Lab in, like, similar to you, elementary school specifically, middle school was mostly about, like, getting us acquainted with Microsoft Office, more yes. of, like, the adult stuff. Um, yeah, coding, if that was something that, like, kids were starting to get into, but, like, for the most part, like, it wasn't just general computer skills anymore. Um, but uh, in elementary school, like, they had block Neopets, I remember distinctly, um, and I was just, like, devastated. So you could either play, like, cool math games or you could play uh, Club Penguin. Um, and Club Penguin was, like, also a Flash-based game. Um, and it was all, it was all like, peng- like, you were kind of the pet in that scenario. Like, you did have these little fluff balls. I don't remember the names. Right. I don't remember them either. Um, but they weren't as, like, a key component. Like, I feel like with games like Webkins and Neopets, your pet was the lens from which you viewed the world. Like, everything was very contingent on, like, you're doing this with your pet. And you're experiencing this with your pet. But, like, most of the time in uh, Club Penguin, like, you're a penguin, and you leave your Mm -hmm. pet at home. (laughs) Yeah, you leave those little shits at home. Yep. Do not come into the world with me. You stay right where you are. I'm going to the club. (laughs) Gotta go pick up some girls at the cafe like (laughs) daddy's gotta work (laughs) gotta make that coin i gotta toss some some coffee grounds i gotta catch (laughs) some fish in a hole in the ice that's i gotta absolutely rip it on the on the ski trail i gotta make some eight-year-old cry on the bunny hill (laughs) (laughs) um did you ever have any neopet like stuffed animals i had the free ones that you would get with your happy meal yes i remember those yeah um i remember 
going to limited to. <gasps> oh my god, I've forgotten about that. I forgot that, that they existed. Absolutely insane, and like a better version of Justice. Yeah, <laughs> like so much better. It was like the whole thing was like those Bobby monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is that guy's name? Why. Whatever, who cares? Um, but yeah, I would get. I had two or three Neopets plushies from there, and I would like. I loved them so so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your Neopet? What was your first Neopet or like your Neopet of choice when you were making your my Neo? My Neopet of choice was the um big like Greyhound, not Greyhound, um big like Great Dane looking pet with the big ears. Um, what is the name of that thing? Uh, is it a is um Geralt? Gelbert Gellert? or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's cute. Mad cute. Hold on. I I think I always went with Shoyru or a Kachik. Oh, that was yeah, that was another one. Kachik. Kachik was so cute. I loved Kachiks. Yep, me too. Love that little so rat. Like, literally a little rat. Just a small oh, rat, but I loved it. Oh, yeah, so I I had a plushie of um I think I had one of a puggle. Oh, that's cute. I also had little action figures. I was like so into like the small action figures. Mm-hmm. Are they are those of the like, actual pets or are those from the characters within the stories that they would create? Those are the actual pets. So oh, I had okay. I had a Kachik, I had an oh, okay. uh, I Aisha, <laughs> Aisha. Yes. yes. Um, I had a Uni, Aww. a Scorchio. <laughs> They're had, so cute. I had all those boys. All of them. They're so good. Mm-hmm. I my only thing that I was going to talk about was Neopets because like that was what I was absolutely insane for and I still play like now and it carried me I like played that game pretty consistently until like my freshman year of college where I had like played with my friend Aisha <laughs> we would, we would literally play hours and hours of Key Quest just non-stop like we would go on to we would jump oh onto God. skype we'd jump onto a skype call we'd talk and play key quest my saint john's distributed laptop would be five million degrees it would literally be <laughs> molten trying to process both the skype call and also the flash player running off of google <laughs> chrome it was just insane so i mean like neopets <clears throat> was something that was like very pivotal for me growing up because that was like the only website that I would I would jump onto. Before that, I didn't really have like the same kind of internet access, so I was playing a lot of computer games. But like these were all your like typical kids' games where you would like type to play or like mm-hmm. something of that nature, where it was all like learning games that were yeah. disguised like teaching your kid how to count, but it's yeah. a game, so they're gonna learn it and enjoy it. So yep. Neopets was, like, the first time that I ever, like, played a game just for the sake of playing a game. Um, 
and it was very social like there was such a big social aspect that was my first time ever on like a forum and like I was so active on that thing like I would literally I literally joined a forum that was all about collecting those avatars um and I would collect them I would literally sit there and I would just do the most random shit like I throw things into my safety deposit box that way I would have the hoarder uh uh icon or like avatar i mean and i'm so like, i'm still working on that one huh i said i'm still working on that one. Oh, <laughs> the that hoarder one's easy one. you could just grab shit from the money tree the, like all the garbage that no one wants and then you just throw it into your own safety deposit box i know <laughs> the the thing about neopets was that it was multi dimensional so like they had the games they had the pets they had the home improvement but they also had like shops that you could highly highly customize um the newspaper where you could contribute and they would literally show up on the newspaper they even had like uh webtoons on there so they would literally like hire these artists to draw comics and create these like story arcs with these neopets and it was like there was the one about Morocco, which is like the water world and i remember mm-hmm. like waiting for updates for that comic to like upload so that i could see what happened next like i literally got so involved with all of that there was um there was like these events that were involving um it was supposed to be like some kind of olympus kind of like Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't I don't remember because I, like, started to get involved with that, but then I didn't end up completing the quest. Mm-hmm. Because I was, like, that was when I started to phase out of Neopets. But, yeah. um, like, that was also a thing. The advent calendar every December, like, logging yep. in every day so you could get those advent items that are now worth, like, millions and millions of Neopoints that I would just, like, give away. <laughs> yeah, literally me. I didn't have yep. a concept of any of that. So, I mean, there was a lot to Neopets. And also, um, what's wild to me is, like, the idea that Scientologists own Neopets for five years. <laughs> I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I thought that no. was, like, common knowledge. No, I did not know this. So, is that Neopets why? was started is by, like, why? two people in California or whatever. Or somewhere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they had, like, started Neopets, and then Scientologists got involved in, like, super shady ways. Like, they came in, but they weren't like, we are the Church of Scientology, and we're going to invest in your website. They were just like, we're going to invest in your website. And then the owners looked into it, and they were like, why are they all part of this Church of Scientology? Holy but they shit. were Brits, I think, so they didn't know, they didn't really know what Scientology was. Okay. And then they went on to, like partner for five years before the website got bought out and like i don't know it was like a wild thing but yeah for a while um if you remember like a lot of the integrated branded content that was embedded into the website where they would like have the advertisement game or like they would have the movie theater like all of Mm -hmm. that was the idea of the church of scientology which was to just like market to children in a way that didn't explicitly say that they were advertising to children oh my god yeah so it was this really shady thing and the creators were super unhappy about it and they were like 
it was like them and the artists would like depict the people who were backing their project into the website with these like characters that looked super evil and they were like these are the scientology people that back our website but you know it's just an inside joke between us um and i mean now it's not like a thing but they had like this ongoing battle with them apparently there's a really good I mean, there's a couple really good YouTube videos about it um, that go into, like, a lot more detail, and I haven't seen them in a while, so I'm really rusty with all the details, but yeah, like, there's, it was, it used to be a meme where it was, like, the Church of Scientology fucking owned Neopets, and that's why we're all like this. That's insane, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, and I, and I think it was during its peak, which was probably when we were, like, very, very active on it. I was active on it, and playing those games, and going to the movie theater, and... <laughs> what I Crazy. really liked about Neopets was that your pets will never die. Oh yeah, mine are literally starving as we speak. <laughs> literally hungry beyond belief, hates me, but... Yeah, he they've been they've been around for how I had to reactivate my account um because I got logged out of my one that I would use when I was a child. Yeah. Um so I remade an account and now I have two lovely Neopets. Oh wow. Um, yeah, one of them is a that llama. Okay. And uh I don't know what the other one is. <laughs> <laughs> but I have two of them and they're starving to death. <laughs> <laughs> I I lost access to the one that I used to use and play uh Key Quest with Aisha all the time with. Um but I still ha- I still remember the username, so I still look at it every now and then just to like see what I lost. Oh my god. Uh literally the account is 4 years old. Like f- not 4 years old. Um 14 years old. Oh, that's the old. Is 14 years old. You know what icon that you get? You know, like, every... So every time that you age in a significant amount in Neopets, they give you a different, like, user icon. So, like, if you're new, they give you, like, just the plain old one. And then three months in, they give you a new one. Six months in, they give you a new one. Um, When you get to 14 years, they give you the soup fairy. Oh my god, uh, I love her. I love her so much. Oh my god, I was so gay for all the fairies. <laughs> that bitch in the woods, the green one, yeah, loved her. Jeruda, yep. the dark witch, mm, she could crush me. She could oh my crush my little child body. Oh my god. <laughs> the I'm snow laughing. fairy, the one in the big fur coat, mm. That bitch could get it. <laughs> oh my god. Neopets Last... made me gay. <laughs> Literally, Neopets made you gay. I would die for that mermaid in the water fountain. Okay, yeah, honestly. Like, she just wanted it. She always wanted your pets to be okay. Yeah, she really did. The healing I... fountain lady, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the other thing about Neopets, was that you would just be walking around, minding your business, and then it's like, chomp, some big-ass plant ate your pet. Yeah. Like, what? What the fuck what? is up with that? Your pet suddenly got the sniffles, and the cure cost 10,000 Neo points. What? 
That's what I'm talking about with Neopets is that they literally did not give a flying fuck that you were 10 years old and just trying to have a good time playing their Flash games. Nope. They just sent a random event to either steal all your money, take your shit, or literally disease your Neopet. Yeah, literally. And that thing would be miserable and it would talk to you. It would literally be like, I'm sad. Can't you fix me? Spend the 10,000 Neo points, coward. Please fucking feed me. I'm so hungry. I'm about to drop dead. Please help me. It's unreal. I did one time, um, one of the events on Neopets was spinning the wheel of monotony, which is Mm -hmm. literally a wheel that spins from anywhere between, um, I think it's 16 to 48 hours. And that is the only way you can get a prize from that wheel. So they had, I mean, like, like most games, um, of that nature, like, Neopets had a system of wheels where, like, you could spin a wheel and then, like, pay 600 Neo points or 400 Neo points or whatever the amount is and get some kind of, like, prize from it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there's, like, the Wheel of Misfortune, the Wheel of Fortune, whatever. One of the wheels is the Wheel of Monotony. monotony oh my god i'm having a stroke i'm having a stroke (laughs) monotony yes oh my god i that's so funny today is a monday god (laughs) am i right ladies gotta rise and grind rise and grind um, but I spun the wheel, and I literally made, like, I had had to tweak my settings so my computer wouldn't auto-shut off. Um, <laughs> and I went to bed, and I woke up, and the wheel was still fucking spinning. So then I went to bed, like, I left it open all fucking day, and then I was like, no one can reset the computer. Like, every, no one can touch the fucking computer. I need, I need this, Okay. And then I let it run for another fucking day, and then it finally landed, and I got my money back. I got exactly the amount that I had put into the machine. Like, the amount that I had to pay to spin the wheel, I got back, and that was my prize. And I was like, I hate this fucking website. I hate this fucking website. I absolutely cannot stand this fucking website. I got nothing out of that. I got absolutely fucking nothing. I wasted two days of my life that I'm never going to get back of my precious youth. Neopets took that from me. Neopets took that from me. They still owe it to me. That's the biggest snub I've ever heard in my entire life. That's so funny. Stresses me out. This is the kind How of shit that, that like, keeps me up at night. This is the shit that plays behind my eyelids at 3 a.m. <laughs> keeps me from getting good night's sleep. I think about that wheel just fucking spinning in the bottom corner of my fucking home computer. Oh my, my Windows 995. <laughs> uh, okay, so Neopets was the website you were going to talk about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I I feel like I really charged in and was like, I'm going to talk about web, webcams, no, but I'm also I mean, going to talk cares? about Neopets. Who cares? It's fine. I mean, the the thing that I wanted to talk about Neopets was the fact that, like, there, it was, there was so much to do, and it was not afraid to, like, just make some ugly shit, but also give its users a lot of control and access. So, like, Neopets was the first application of, like, HTML, where I actually was like, 
doing minor coding so that I could create a better page. And, like, if you look at my 14-year-old account, mm-hmm. like, it, the image was pulled from a website that no longer exists, so the background image is all fucked up. But you can see some, like, like the background and the text is all, like, pink and whatever, and, like, there's... Um, certain background elements that you can add to it, but, like, there was a high level of customization that you could get into, and it really introduced me to the idea of, like, web design in a way that, like, nothing else has, like, even remotely. Like, the only reason why I knew how to edit my Tumblr theme was because I used to edit my Neopets pages and stuff, and they would give you, like, just, like, empty pages on neopets.com where you could just put anything. So people would make these, like, dedicated web pages for their, like, Brucey, and they'd be like, this is a page for Brucey. I love him. Look at all these pictures of him that I edited on MS Paint. Now it's on a web page. Thanks for visiting. Here's our hit count. And it'd literally be, like, 10,000 hits on this fucking page that some, you know, child made. And upload oh it God. using successful HTML coding. <laughs> That's so funny. Wow, I can't believe Neopets was really just out here teaching children how to code. Yeah, literally. Um can't believe Neopets was Girls Who Code, the first <laughs> Girls Who Code. <laughs> Honestly, Neopets did more for women in STEM than any other bitch out here. Like, maybe yeah. another website that was doing as much as Neopets was. You can't. You literally cannot. You literally cannot. Neopets was what made me, like, want to put my drawings on a digital space in front of other people. Like, I wanted to be one of those artists on the newspaper. Yes, I loved loved those. I used to, like, live to read the newspaper and, like, live to, like, look at everyone's, like, fan art and, like, everyone's, like, stories. I was like, I am trash for this. Yeah, I was, like, I would literally spend so much time just going through the old newspapers and, like, going through everyone's pictures and, like, reading some of their stories and just, like, consuming so much content. Like, it wasn't just, like, it it was a good combination of both, like, active uh, using use of the platform where you would, like, actually play games and earn neopoints. Um, and then other times where it would literally be, um, like, just reading and consuming content from other people, but it was, like, different levels of engagement that I think kept me on the site for so long. Right. No, I would agree. Literally hours at a time. Like, I would log on to Neopets, and then I would be lost in a spiral for hours. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Doing God knows what. Yep. Um, and also, <laughs> speaking of deviating from our form, we didn't pose a fucking question. I know. Halfway through this episode, I was like, we did not ask a question. We did not pose a question. Who gives a fuck? I mean... Whatever, I feel like this episode doesn't need a question. I don't know. What would the... We always do, the, we always do like, a combined website kind of thing, but I think because we... We both are really familiar with Neopets and like Webkins is a thing. Like I don't, I don't know. I feel like we don't need one. Here's my time to shine. Yeah, live check. 
Welcome to a new segment. Um, oh, what? <laughs> I have decided that in celebration of Mercury being in retrograde, I think that we should have a topical discussion of <laughs> it, random assortments. And hear me out, okay? Like, I need you to hold, hold, hold your comments till the end. I will not. I will be taking questions at the end. Um, so, what this is. You know, I respect that we have created this world where we have a theme and we follow that theme. But I think that um, a deviation from the norm is a good vibe check. So, um, <laughs> for while Mercury is in retrograde, um, I think it's fitting that we talk about topics that don't fit into any specific theme. So, we are going to bring some random ass shit... You can be a number of things, but we're just going to be talking about um, whatever is absolutely making us buck wild. That is timely. So not like, oh, well, this is a thing that I was obsessed with, or this was a thing that I uh, really enjoy, but it's specifically because it's related to this topic. Like, no, this is a thing that I'm obsessed with now. I don't care what it's about. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it now. And that's what's important. Because I think this this show is about us. And I, you know what? I'm obsessed with shit right now that doesn't fit into any category. And I'm not going to try and make the categories fit. Like, I'm not going to try and make what I love fit into a category. I'm going to make the category fit me. I love it. I literally so welcome love to it. Vibe Check while Mercury is in retrograde, which I think, if I remember correctly, is until mid-March. Uh, our weekly discussions will be about whatever we are topically interested in. So next week will be our first episode of this, uh, I guess, mini-series, but it's all in the vein of, you know, what we're obsessed with. So... Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Whatever you wow, are most recently obsessed with, which also means the least amount of uh, prep work. So I'm really happy <laughs> about that, too. You act like I do any prep work. <laughs> I'm sick of researching. I'm sick of <laughs> looking at shit. I just want to talk. <laughs> okay, okay. I love it. I'm so in. Okay, great. Um, Thank you for letting me run through this blind because I I literally Liz was like what are we going to talk about next week and me in my mind vibe check <laughs> and you're like oh it's a surprise I want to watch your reaction <laughs> I felt like I was on a game show I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> welcome to vibe check <laughs> Today's contestants are Liz Kohler and Aaron Lee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, I would like because there is no t format and template for this. Like I would say, bring a couple topics that you're really obsessed with as of recently. Feel free to not limit yourself by what you want to talk about, and okay. and we'll just we'll just run with it. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Great. Well, hope everyone's excited for the the vibe check next week. <laughs> <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> I'm very excited to vibe check our audience. Yep. 
<laughs> Truly. It's gonna be great. I hope everyone has a great Mercury in retrograde. Stay safe out there, y'all. <laughs> oh yeah, I hope everyone... Well, Valentine's Day would have passed, but happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Um, if y'all in love, don't rub it in. If y'all not in love, you're... Keep that, sh- keep that lonely shit to yourself, too. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who is single, I would like to say... Don't tweet about it, please. I'm begging you. Just shut the fuck up and go to bed. Yeah, it's sad, alright? Don't don't fucking make other people sad. Just don't Come think on. about it. Watch Sonic the Hedgehog, now in theaters. Um <laughs> Not sponsored. Talk- not sponsored, but you know, we, we are always talk- open to sponsorships. We are not a very sponsorable podcast, but please. We would love to oh my god, if you want to sponsor us, hit me up. <laughs> Liz Coe on Instagram, L-I-Z-K-O-E-H. Thank you. Did you spell that right? Liz Coe, yes. That's oh, my Instagram. Yeah, okay. Oh, I forgot you don't have your full name on there. Okay, never mind. I'm stupid. <laughs> don't listen to me. You know yourself. I don't know why I thought I was going to check you on your own fucking name. <laughs> That's okay. Um, also, I I don't know if we plugged this yet, but uh, we do have an Instagram and we have a Twitter account as well. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> as we're sitting on these social media platforms and, like, have not once promoted it. The idea of um, cross-platform uh, uh, engagement is is still new. We're not, we're not, like, social media managers by any means or stretch of the imagination, but Liz is doing a great job. I, we are both doing our best. You're, you're posting more than I am, but... <laughs> I don't think that's correct, but um, our Instagram at is retrograde the podcast, and you can also find us on Twitter at pod retrograde. Pod retrograde is great for uh, web um, uploads of the episodes as they come along. Um, Instagram is great for highlights and features. Um, uh, yeah, but, yeah, get a little sneaky, get a little sneaky peek of uh, upcoming episodes. Sometimes I'll do a fun Instagram story, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, come check us out. And thank you for listening to another episode of Retrograde. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.